back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Thursday. Glad you're with us from the Allen Samuel Studios and pleased to welcome in the longtime color analyst for Iowa State University, Eric Heft. Eric, welcome to you. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Oh, always glad to hear your voice, John. Uh, you're very kind. Same to you. So I say long time. How many years is this for you? Oh, this is my uh, 44th year. Wow. Uh, I just finished 39 of uh, football, so a while. Very nice. Seven, so I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> You'll soon be 50, I understand. Yes, uh, yeah, so right. very good. Wow, that's a long stretch. You've seen uh, You've seen a little bit of everything, haven't you? Yeah, some good, some bad, yeah. some in between. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, as you well know, same here. It's, it's a fun ride, no matter what. You right. Know? Hey, we were talking last segment about. Uh, did you see the release from the Big Twelve about the food offerings at the T-Mobile Center and something you know from each school? Did you see that? I, I did. I didn't. To be honest, I didn't pay a lot yeah, of attention yeah. to it. I don't. I don't spend much time at the concession stand. <laughs> right. Well, you might want to with this stuff. Yeah. Um, so for Iowa State, the offering is Cyclones tenderloin, Kaiser bun, breaded pork tenderloin, sliced onion, sweet and spicy pickles. Sounds pretty good. Is that a good representation from Iowa State? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Iowa State's the number one. Iowa's the number one pork producing state in the country. There you go. The pork tenderloins are, are a big thing up here. Very good. I, hope they, I just hope hope they do them justice. Yeah. Know, because <laughs> when they're really good, they are really good. Yeah, nice. All right, so a uh, lot of food options there. Man, the basketball is going to be unbelievable, isn't it, when we get all 10 teams there uh, in one place for the tournament? It's, you know, it's always fun. In some years, you know, there's teams that maybe can't compete as well or don't really have a chance. Hard to find that team this year. I mean, it's been so tough all the way through. I mean, you look at the team in last place and some of the wins that they've had in Oklahoma. Uh, it just speaks volumes for how tough this league is. It's It's been a meat grinder. And uh, I know everybody is excited about the Big 12 tournament. I also know what they're excited about. Playing somebody outside the yeah. league. <laughs> forward. Exactly. We'll get through this tournament, and finally, it'll be like a uh, it'll be a breath of fresh air to get out of the league and play somebody that doesn't know your every move. You know, that's the thing. You know, when you get in conference play, it's always been this way. Everybody kind of knows your warts, and there are no teams in the country, and never really have been that are perfect teams. Everybody's got you know something they're concerned about. Uh, some the, the best teams, you know, fewer things to worry about. You know, but uh, yeah. <laughs> And especially when you go through the league the second time, right? I mean, first right. of all, yeah, you you you, you kind of know what the coaches are going to do and everything, but until you've actually seen how those players perform and what their strengths are in person, I mean, that's when you get a real handle for it. And to be honest, that's kind of hurt Iowa State yeah. <laughs> coming coming down here in the second half of the season. Well, you guys have dropped four straight now. Lost, uh, hard to explain. Lost to West Virginia the other night. Um, what, what would you say it is? I mean, Iowa state was one of the best teams in the country there for a while and just hit a kind of hit a skid right now that really every team in the league has had this year. You know, a lot of it, I, you know, I think they've kind of hit the wall a little bit, but I think as much as anything, like I said a moment ago, I mean, people know our strengths and to be honest, you look at our roster, it is not in the top half of the league in terms of the pure talent. 
what's been good about this team is the sum of the team is greater than the individual parts, and they've played really well together. They got a little tired, and they haven't been making the perimeter shots that they were earlier. Kausher was on a real roll early. Of course, Caleb Grill uh, you know, and Jaron Holmes were shooting the three ball well. And now, not so much. And it's finally gotten to the point I think it's affected our defense a little bit. That mm. plus, obviously, the Caleb Grill situation has kind of been lingering and a really, really tough situation. Yeah, can you speak to that? I mean, obviously, you know a lot better about that situation from the inside than we do. Uh, it just sounds like, gosh, this guy is just battling some some issues. And uh, well, what can you tell us about the situation? Well, you know, of course, he had a back issue too. He hurt it in the te- first Texas game, and that that has bothered him at times. But uh, I just think psychologically, he's been going through a real mental struggle. You know, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, it, it's when you, you don't do as well as you want to do. Things aren't going as well or just the pressure that you put on yourself. I mean, I know you can talk about coaches or fans, anybody putting pressure on you, but that pressure really comes from within. And and I think some of that's just gotten to him, and he's had a couple meltdowns in games. And, you know, for TJ to to dismiss him from the team, I don't think people around the country realize what a big step that is. I mean, these these two guys have been hooked at the hip, really, for almost six years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah, he was recruited by, by TJ at South Dakota State, signed there, and then when TJ went to UNLV, he said, well, you know, he, he always liked Iowa State, so he transferred to Iowa State. Then after after one year at Iowa State, he joined TJ out there. And even to this day, uh, I mean, as of today, I mean, they consider themselves great friends. Yeah. You know, but as TJ says, you know, you have to you have to put the welfare of the team in front, and it, it just it, it was a real distraction for him. He just was not himself and and doing uncharacteristic things. And I just hope, man, I love Caleb. I pray for him, and I hope that I, I hope he can get things pointed in the right direction in his life because he's a good kid, and, and we'll certainly miss him as a player. Uh, but at this point, for us. For all of us Cyclones, I think everybody around the league or country really just hope for him to, to, to find peace. Yeah, it's more than basketball, it seems like, you know, with this guy. So, mm-hmm. so we're praying for him, too, and hope, uh, you know, hope he gets his situation straightened out. Eric Heft, our guest color analyst for Iowa State. Cyclones and Bears come up on Saturday, Saturday morning in the Farrell Center. Uh, funny, isn't it? Two years in a row, we open league play against each other, and we close league play against each other. <laughs> what are the odds? Uh, what do you remember from that first game, December 31st, that was a big Cyclones win in Ames? Well, I mean, I, we certainly appreciated it. It felt bad for LJ that he couldn't play, but we, we didn't miss him on the court. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that was part of it, but we were playing, we were playing really well at that point, and you know, our guys were, you know, I uh, knew how important of a game it was. We had, because we opened with you guys, and then we had our next two games on the road. So it's like, man, we got we to gotta get off to a good start. And our guys came out and played really well. You know, it's, and, and we were able to piggyback that with, with a couple road wins right after that. But as far as the game goes, I mean, it was just a game. Iowa State made some shots, played really well. And, and I think Baylor was really missing that one other guy who, who could score in LJ. Yeah, well, big loss anytime he's not in the lineup. And uh, nice uh, for Baylor to be really fully loaded here coming down the stretch. 
Um, and, and your loss the other night to West Virginia was uh, was on senior night, right? And and that's got to be tough uh, with that crowd that you guys get there and senior night yeah. and not to find a way to win it. You know, it was kind of crazy. A couple things happened in that game that were just really out of bizarre. We're up, I believe we're up five, and, and Trey Mitchell commits a flagrant two, and we end up – uh, Jazz got hit in the face. He's on the floor, and he kind of kicked him. Mm. And so, so we had a flagrant two. Caleb Grill came over and and pushed somebody. And so, what ha- the net result was we had two free throws. They had a technical. We, uh, you know, Mitchell was gone from the game. Right. He hadn't scored a point at that point anyway, and I think he was probably frustrated. And uh, the place, say the place was really hopping, and then. They make two free throws because it was two tees versus one. So they got two and they got the ball and they made it three. So mm. uh. it was a seven point swing you know, of what could, what could have been. And some of that, you know, once again, our, our own making, you know, to get the reactions that we had, but the fact that the play starts with, uh, with, uh, you know, a flagrant two <laughs> and they end up getting, that team ends up getting, you know, five and, and with the two missed free throws, seven points out of the deal. That was a that was kind of a crusher. Got them back in the game and quieted the ground. Plus, it was a eight and a half minute review. Oh my gosh! Really? Eight and a half oh, minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a lot to sort out. Yeah, eight, yeah. It was, and a, it was eight and a half minutes. You know, and we'd been we were down eight and a half, and we'd come out and we were up five. And you know how Hilton could be. It was hopping. Everything was great. And what a buzzkill! <laughs> I guess point. so. And wow. then we just couldn't, and then we just didn't make the plays down the stretch, and, and West Virginia did. Although they made one field goal in the last five minutes and ten free throws, and oh, that was man. enough to go from behind uh, to win the game. So uh. disappointing loss for sure. But you know, once again, you know, you got to move on. You got to you got to have a short memory hmm. in this league. Isn't that the truth? Especially this year. Well, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday, and I appreciate the time. Travel safe, and we'll see you Saturday morning in the Ferrell Center. See you Saturday. Look forward to getting together on Tuesday as well. That'll be fun. Yep. Thank you very much. See you, Eric. All right. All right. All right. Thanks. Eric Heft, the great color analyst for Iowa State, 44 years doing basketball, 39 doing football. That is, uh, that's covering a lot of ground in Iowa State athletics history. So, uh, Baylor and Iowa State, Saturday morning. We're on the air at 1030, tip off at 11. Right here on ESPN Central Texas, television will be on ESPN 2 at 11 a.m. on Saturday morning.